Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 269. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road Andy. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got not a lot of stuff to get to today, but some good stuff to get to today. Um, Adam Sandler, he's he's going to not only do his movies nowadays, he's going to work more with the, my phone corrected it to Safety Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> now, I presume they're the ones that had something to do with Hubie Halloween, the huge hit sensation. No. Ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> Who cares? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, so so Adam Sandler makes like a serious movie every 10 years, it seems like. And then he goes, that's it. He doesn't, he doesn't like roll it in. People are like, oh, remember Adam Sandler's good. And then it's like, now I'm just going to go make Rob Schneider movies for a while. Um, and then he'll come back with a good thing. You're like, ah, oh, he's here. And then he'll go away again. Um, but that might be changing here. So um, his next movie is actually seems to be more serious. This is uh, where he plays a basketball agent. Um, but he's also now confirmed that. Uh, yes, he will be making another movie with the Safdie brothers uh, who did uh, Uncut Gems. So um, um, something that I think all types of Sandler fans could enjoy. Um, yes and good, no. Good amount of uh, silliness in it, but also a serious movie and an exhausting Very uncomfortable. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Why would um, I like it has no rewatch value for me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. About Why that. do I want to watch a movie that just makes me uncomfortable for 96 minutes? Because uh, you you know it's Adam Sandler and I don't know I I'll watch it again, uh, but yeah. So he's I watch Hubie Halloween. To... I'll watch actually, uh, Tony. Wherever you are, I'm sure you're celebrating. I think today is half Halloween. Is that right? I don't know how that works. Um, yeah, I guess so. But wouldn't that be like April 30th more than May 3rd? I may have missed is it, it. Is it split like down in the like, <laughs> actual know. days because February has less days? You know, so it's actually. 180 something days. I don't, I don't know. What's what's a half a year? Yeah, I think it was April 30th. Okay. So we just barely missed it. It's already the yeah. third. Yeah. So that means I could start watching more movies again. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. right around the the turning point, I suppose. Yeah, you have to watch Jaws. Months. You have to start with Jaws. That's a July 4th movie, though. Yeah, but it, it has the scary factor in there mm. for you. Yeah, but it's not July 4th yet, so. So I'm saying you have to start around that time. You have oh, to start with Jaws. Okay. 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 I think I'm getting it now. Um, but yeah, Adam Sandler. He's at least uh, he found some serious filmmaker that he wants to continue to work with and not just make one and then go back to doing everything he's doing. But I hope he's still doing everything that he, he's always done. Uh, that's still an important part of his life. But uh, I, I hope that every, let's say every five years now we get a, good serious movie from him so well i mean it also seems like the hustle movie will be serious the cast on here by the way is top notch you got ben foster robert duvall steve urkel yeah steve urkel as the actor steve urkel yeah no he's uh, actually playing the assistant coach for uh, the 76ers blake okay but i mean Awesome. Obviously, you have the superstar of both uh, Hollywood and the NBA, Boban Marjanovic. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that's exceptional. Seth Curry. I couldn't get the uh, no the older one. He's he's signed on to a different company. 
Yeah, he's got that ABC deal. HBO. Oh, yeah, he's on ABC and he's on HBO or Max. It's like, wow, what? Can't be on Netflix, too. Mm -mm. He has to be on a basketball court at some point for his actual job. Yeah. Yeah, I think tonight, I think he's going to be doing that. So maybe I I wouldn't worry. (laughs) Wouldn't put it past him. Might be missing a prior engagement. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, who doesn't love uh, a good Adam Sandler movie, which. They're few and far between these days. They're no longer in the 90s where it was just hit, 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 hit. Yeah. Yeah, now we got like, we got to deal with like pixels and stuff. And like, ah, yeah. why, why are you doing this? Click five. Yeah, yeah, just skip two, three, and four, but do click five. I don't know. It's a weird choice. Uh, goes, <laughs> coincides with the movie. Sure, yeah. Yeah. That would be creative, yeah. Mm-hmm. You should write it. <laughs> it writes itself <laughs> you gotta get walking back though oh or he's easy he's like yeah. the white morgan freeman he'll <laughs> do anything okay all right um let's talk about the that 90s show all uh, yeah. they're back with one exception so they announced this uh show a while back but it was going to be uh just the parents and it would be they're going to watch over the the grandchild uh, but now they've confirmed that the, the original cast is going to come back. I don't know in what form, um, but not everyone, of course, because uh, one of the main cast members who played Hyde, uh, Danny Masterson, has had a lot of legal troubles over the last five years, uh, like multiple allegations of rape. He's also he's a prominent Scientologist, and people really don't like what Scientology because uh, they've had their own horrible issues um but he is still in all kinds of legal trouble i'd say his career is over he was in that um ranch thing the ranch yeah the ranch for netflix no one watched that uh he had to be i guess fired from it i think maybe they tried to do another season afterwards um but yeah he is he is still facing criminal charges trial set for later this year so he's not been convicted yet but um why would you join scientology if they're not going to put you in any mission impossible movies I mean, I guess he had a career. I don't know. I mean, I don't know when this all started. Um, his whole family has been in stuff. He's, there's been multiple Mastersons uh, in stuff. So they're like a Scientology family that have all had oh. things. Um, yeah, none of them are A-listers. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that works. Does Tom Cruise put other Scientologists in, in his movies? Well, I thought it's basically like a creative artist agency. Yeah, but it seems like a lot of those people have left it. And like, they're like, I did it for five years and then I'm gone. You put in your yeah. time and yeah, then you get your lawyer to cancel out of the timeshare. You know, yeah. there's a neat old building in like downtown Santa Ana that is a Scientology building. Really? Yeah. They it comes out you, this way, Andy. They don't want you to know about it. Yeah. It's not a secret. <laughs> it says they have a sign. Oh, okay. They do know want you to know because <laughs> most most churches want you to know about their church. That's kind of how it works. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, um, here, here's yeah. I forgot this. One of the Mastersons you you know well. He was uh, played uh, Ryan Vogelson in Last Man Standing. So, they're related. That's his his brother. Yeah. But so, that guy looks. He has dark hair. I know. Tan. Uh, I remember this. 
role very well. He uh, he's in Forty Year Old Virgin. <laughs> he's in Forty Year Old Virgin. He's he was the dude. Teach me that guy. Yeah. right? Yeah. How are they related? They don't even. Look I think alike. they're significantly younger. I think it says half brother on here. So. Ah. Um, yeah. Very interesting. But um, yeah, the other brother played Francis on Malcolm in the Middle. So they have there's four siblings that have been in things. Pretty crazy. And only one uh, charged with rape so far. So that's good. I'm glad you said so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make any guarantees here. Hmm. Uh, um, but let's talk about the good part of it. That means like the other people are coming and that's. Yeah, but to me, it just fun. sounds like it's going to shift and become Fez's show. And then yeah. like. The redhead lady will come in, you know, three out of the, you know, 10 episodes or four, maybe give her six out of the 10 episodes. I imagine it'll and be then, like Fuller House. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Minka Kunis, Mila Kunis, whatever her name is. And Aston Kutcher will be in one and a half episodes. And. Uh, was that everyone? Oh, Tope, Topher Grace, of course. Yeah. Topher. Um, he'll be on the phone or something like he works with like you know, Dennis Quaid and shit now. Okay. That movie came out 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Tover Grace has a sitcom on TV right now, and I'm sure no one even knows that it exists. Um, I've seen a few episodes of it, Um, but yeah, it's, Hey, it's happy. Get a job. I like, I like uh, seeing these people work. That show uh, means something to me. It wasn't, it's not the most iconic show ever, but it's like, actually it did. It held up pretty well. Like it, it's not Seinfeld, but well, it's a period um, piece. Yeah, but it was still good. I don't know. I, I'd put it in the same. I mean, I'm you're just, you're I'm just saying it. They hold up because yeah. it's a period piece. But I mean, everything's a period. That's why piece, The Godfather you know? is so great. Yeah. Um, I'd put it in the same tier as something like The Fresh Prince, where it's like it's actually probably better than you think. It's a it's got uh, good laughs and some some good drama. You know, it's yeah. I never watched not, much of it, but. I would watch that sometimes. It was on syndication like all the time. Yeah, that's where I would. I would it was one of those things where it was already in syndication while it was still airing mm-hmm. on like channel 13 or something. Oh, yeah. Where it's like we're only, season, we're only in season three on Fox, but like all the reruns are on. It's like, OK, so you just watch it over and over. Pretty good. Because, you know, dinner's in 30 minutes. What else are you going to do? You know? Yeah, you got to kill some time <laughs> Yeah. before you have your chicken. It's a weird life. And these kids these days don't understand it. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about Bill Murray. He's uh, the reason that movie was up and suspended, I suppose, uh, at this moment in time. And uh, Aziz Ansari may never direct again because of it. Yeah, so he spoke about it, but still not that much more revealed. So he spoke about it at a Berkshire Hathaway event. I was like, okay, this is getting weird, but um, they wanted him to speak about something it's different. Scientology of New York, Andy. <laughs> I mean, this is Berkshire Hathaway's from Omaha, Nebraska, right? Yeah. Um, so he had he was very um, actually understanding and apologetic. And um, he didn't say what exactly happened, but I think his quote was he did something that he thought was funny that others did not think was funny. And that is on him. He doesn't get to dictate to say, well, I was I was just trying to be funny like you upset someone. Uh, which that has still not been revealed and it has all the details haven't been revealed on how this ended, but um, he's basically take responsibility that uh, it is his fault that this 
project isn't going forward at the moment, but he wants to uh, resume it. So I think that would be great if that could happen, but we have not heard anything from anyone else about uh, is it even possible for this movie to to get back to what it was doing? So, I mean, I don't know how much money they already spent on it, but they were filming it. it means they have built sets and hired people and all this kind of stuff. So it's a big loss to just end it here. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll know more as time goes by. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like who, who cares? Yeah, I mean. We haven't heard from anyone else. It, it seems like I, I want to hear from Aziz Ansari. Was it his decision saying like, actually, I don't want to work with this guy anymore? Uh, was it someone else in the cast? Was it someone? I sincerely doubt crew? that. Um, think about it this way: Is anyone actually going to want to see Bill Murray canceled? What he's got, like, what four more films left that he yeah, might be able to he's, make? He's older. I think. Um, uh, when I watched the the Wes Anderson thing, the French Dispatch. I mean that movie. Uh, spoilers for the movie. Oh, it's not spoilers for the movie. It's actually the beginning of the movie. It ends with his death. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole movie is like the last issue because he has died. Um, but it did kind of feel like, oh, well, this is like real life. Like You said it when you yeah. were rating the movie. And is it possible that we did see the last of Bill Murray? Uh, I think he I think he already filmed the new the next Wes Anderson movie. Um, but it's like, yeah, we're not not getting that many more of these so i don't know i don't think about it do a later and another show would do a a rating of like our favorite bill murray movies i'd have uh like what about bob up there pretty high uh rushmore is pretty wonderful with him in there uh but he's a lot more not bill murray in that i suppose if uh, like compared to other films like ghostbusters and what about bob yeah yeah well that was his transition right there i think that was the exact moment yeah yeah uh, it could be fun to look at in a, a later show. But yeah, we'll we'll keep uh, updates on that as they come out, I suppose. Yeah. All right, Andy. Um, we're getting more jackass, and I don't know if we even asked for it. I think the people demanded it by the movie making $60 million, which is um, doesn't sound impressive based on like four years ago, but it's actually really good now. Well, also uh, when so. the budget's, you know, Free, eleven hundred dollars. So that uh, that new movie is already out on Paramount Plus. So a case are. of Red Bull and a bunch of frozen burritos is all you had to buy. These guys. Yeah, so uh, people are happy with it. it. I I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's basically what it always has been. But they were able to uh, add new people that the original cast didn't do as many stunts. I had when I basically reviewed it before this is what I was saying. Uh, so there seemed to be a formula here for this to go on. Um, if you're not asking Steve-O to do 11 things, uh, but you're asking 11 people to do one thing, that's uh, easier to do. So uh, they announced that, yes, they will be doing more Jackass stuff, a new series. Uh, they didn't say exactly what it is, but I imagine it is going to be mostly the newer people and maybe even bring on other people and, uh, It'll be going to Paramount Plus, which they need stuff. That's this is the, the future. Um, all these companies trying to compete for streaming means there's uh, more stuff being developed every day. Too much, we, too much, we, I'd say. We never but, did talk about Paramount Plus has the offer now streaming. I, I know there's a lot of TV out, and that's on my list, but not not watched yet. So. I've been meaning to oh. get to that. 
yeah, it's just there's a there's so, there's so much stuff. Yeah, exactly. and this is this is going to add to it, but uh, this makes perfect sense. This is where it should live. Let let so I mean the last movie is called Jackass Forever, and I feel like that's the end of Jackass as a theatrical uh, product, but it can live on forever in streaming specials or whatever they're going to do. So, yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, fun for someone, Andy. The only trailer I have today is the Jurassic World second trailer. Is it any out. different? <laughs> yeah, they show some more bits and pieces of uh, the whole thing, and uh, I just can't wait. I can't sleep at night, Andy. Yeah. I can't, I, but I love the Jurassic World. Uh, I mean, the originals are the best. Um, third one sucked. I didn't like the last one of, the real, of this c- current one just because it was the third one again. This is the movie we never got to see before because I I don't know maybe technology was a pain in the ass for them to like put these people next to a you know a Buick and shit but yeah I'm I, this looks I hope I hope just I hope it's fun I hope because it does look so stupid well they got the band back together too yeah but but like that's like the original movie is actually a good movie about good things and has interesting ideas and. There's smart people having conversations. This movie looks like there's no people, smart people having conversations. No, that's all done. This is, this is a fast and the furious movie, Andy. Yeah. It's strictly entertainment. (laughs) Take your, you know, notepad and put it away for this movie. You're not going to write anything down. All right. They're on a snow fortress somehow. Like they're in a James Bond style snow fortress. Well, yeah. And they travel to like, like Hungary or something. Yeah. and, then and in, like, uh rome or something yeah on a motorcycle? it's like, international right. dinosaurs of mystery he like he hits tom cruise and you're like oh fuck what are you doing like i'm making a movie too like, <laughs> it's oh, my shit. mission impossible get out of here we'll just say he's a huge persian guy like i don't know um but yeah i'm excited nonetheless uh also coming in at two hours and 26 minutes this is, oh, uh, that's whew, lengthy it's hefty yeah you're gonna want to lie down for this one yeah i mean good thing you can now yeah Put that thing in the recline position. So yeah, check out uh, the trailer number two, which came out uh, yeah. just recently. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see it at the movie theater at some point. Yeah, I don't. I'm surprised you haven't seen it already. So there's not that much coming out. Uh, not nothing came out really. This it's last a dead week. zone right now. There was a Liam Neeson movie that had like horrible which was reviews. A bomb. Yeah, Memory yeah. or something. And she's like, oh, I feel bad. Like at some point, just got to stop. Um, but yeah, there's nothing then that after Doctor Strange comes out this week. There's like two weeks of dead. You got to wait till May 27th. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't go to the theater this week. And it felt like I'm wasting money. I'm leaving money on the table, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> They're <laughs> laughing. They're like, this fucking guy didn't even use one ticket. <laughs> well, you got uh, you got three movies you'll see in the uh, next month or so. You got Top Gun on the 27th. You got Jurassic Park uh, World, rather, on the 10th of June. And Lightyear on the 17th of June. Well, I mean, I've also got um, Men coming out. Yeah, your favorite. A24. Waiting for that for forever. Mm -hmm, Yeah. All right. Um, Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, Andy, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com to pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed this thing works for your dog's current collar or harness so plug in promo code tony that is t-o-n-y at checkout and they're going to give you 65 percent off just because they're friends of the pod 
So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, how many things do you have? I got five. Oh, dear God. I have two. Okay. Well, it's not like a big deal. Lead us off. All right. Well, I'm going to start off because I said there's a lot of things on TV right now. Um, It's it's hard to to stay uh, up to date, but I have a few things I want to talk about. Uh, One of the things I already talked about, but I finished it out. So uh, Tokyo Vice on HBO Max that that finished its uh, season, which... Uh, was a surprise to me because I was under the impression going in that this was going to be a limited series, not a, uh, you know, multiple seasons of television. But I think by episode six, it's like, oh, this is not going to wrap up. Um, which, yeah, was a surprise because the the, seri- the series starts with um, like a no context scene and then goes like two years earlier. And I was like, oh, we're not going to get to two years later, are we? Um, but I guess it's fine. My only concern is that like this this hasn't been renewed i have no idea what is a successful show or not when it comes to hbo max originals um i'd say this is a good show with a cliffhanger and never uh, wrap it up it does does have some some yeah cliffhangers some little teasers um i think it's a really good show i don't think it's great i think it's worth watching but not a must watch i think it's interesting stuff interesting setting and Crime is organized. Crime is always interesting. Uh, and it just uh, reminds you that it's all terrible. It's always terrible that uh, sometimes it's like it's cool. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. These people are bad people. Um, so, yeah, it's a good, well-made show. I don't know if there's going to be a season two or not. I hope I hope there is. Um, but, yeah, it's not on the it's not a must watch. I don't think it'll be on like the top five TV series of the year, but. I'm glad I watched it. Um, Yeah. And then another TV series that I watched. uh, I finished it all in a few days because it wasn't that long. Uh, Russian Doll Season 2 on Netflix. So this came out April 20th, I think. I watched seven 22-minute episodes. So really quick. Watched over, I think, three nights. Um, Flew through it. Yeah. So I I really enjoyed Season 1, which was a, um, a time loop premise. Uh, not Natasha Leone of a uh, of American Pie. That's probably what you best know her for. Or um, Orange Is the New Black. She is in a stuck in a time loop, but she she dies during the time loop every time, and then resets. Whoa! Um, has to get out of it, and uh, you know see, the se- season ends, and uh, it doesn't exactly explain everything, but it's like all right, she's gonna move on with her life. Uh, and this season two, uh, it doesn't do the same thing. This one is a time travel thing. She gets on she gets on the subway, and when she gets off, it's nineteen eighty two. Um, which is a cool premise. So I really enjoyed the first couple episodes. And then I'd say it kind of gets lost in the middle. Like, I don't even know what's supposed to be happening. Like we what she's trying to accomplish. Uh, whenever I see time travel things, I always go into the, I always have the idea that you can't change anything. Right. Or else mm-hmm. if you do change anything, you got, yeah, it's all over. You got to the back to the future kind of shit. And you're like, so it's like, what are you even doing? Um, but then I think it wraps up well uh it actually gets out its ideas and everything so uh very flawed season of the show i think they said there's a plan for three seasons of it um but i like that it's so short that it's really just a long movie um that you can watch over a few nights and you don't have to it's not taking up um this is a good idea for a binge watch that 
this is something for Netflix that I think works because um, I'm not thinking about it for 10 weeks. It's just, it's three days and I'm out. And um, I had to because Netflix, I, my Netflix um, expired. So I was like, I got to watch this before. Uh, it's over. There's the one thing I wanted to watch before I was done with Netflix oh, for a couple months at least. Pretty good. <laughs> Got it off your list, off your plate. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to do my last TV thing, and then I think you can do yours here. Um, Better Call Saul came back. Who? So when I said Tokyo Vice is not a must watch. It's not the greatest show on there. Uh, Better Call Saul is and uh, I was reminded of that watching uh, the first few episodes here. It's like, oh, this is this is the most well done show. Like I've said, it's I think it's the best show on TV. Like every time it comes back, but I have to remind it and it's just they just they know how to make the show. They know how to stage everything and make it just great. Like everything's thought out. Every actor is great at what they do um it's just so good i'm, I'm happy it's so set. it looks like they have season five on netflix that's actually where i'm at i've watched season four mm-hmm. which must yeah, have been so like season, season two years five. ago yeah um i do i did like the show in the beginning as well i think that but the show's really taken off with uh it's really two shows now with uh basically it's an origin story of gustavo fring as well um that's it's like almost some episodes where it's like, well, that's like 45 minutes of the, of the show here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's very little Saul in this show, um, but it's it's great. That whole arc uh, is really good. So might get back into that. Mm-hmm. Like um, Jonathan Banks, Mike, he's so good. I'm, I'm I'm sad that he wasn't bigger. Like he's he's been in things. You'll see watch an 80s movie. Yeah, like, you oh, don't recognize him from other things, really, yeah, for like, the most part. He should have been in more things. He was great. Yeah, I mean, he, is, uh, he is great in the show. So. You do see, and you don't know, I don't know his name, but um, I believe you were him for Halloween one time, the brother-in-law who's the police guy. Yeah. What's his name? He's in a lot of stuff, but and funny enough, he always plays a cop. Yeah. Yeah, I know him from uh, Total Recall, the best. That's what I always remember from. There you but go. he's a mutant guy in there, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been in it. They, they've promised that they will, because it, it's it's got to be getting closer and closer to like episode one of Breaking Bad at this point, right? Oh, yeah. So I think they they said they will. You'll see the characters again, just as a nice little. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, that'll be uh, fun. But it makes one hundred percent sense to bring in uh, Hank because he is the DEA guy. It makes a lot of sense. That's his name in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a give him a big role. Come on. Yeah. Him and uh, Gomi. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yep. All right. All right. You ready for uh, one of my movies or my only movie? And I have a, like a documentary movie also. Okay. Yeah. I watched from 2019 on Netflix, Bill Pullman, The Coldest Game. This follows, uh, it's during 1962's Cuban Missile Crisis. He's a uh, brilliant yet uh, not a... Uh, you know, performing at his maximum potential, although it feels like he has to do this. Uh, he's an alcoholic. Uh, he goes and uh, is pulled by the United States to compete in a chess match against oh Russia. And uh, course, yeah. this is over in uh, Poland. 
and uh, it's supposed to be, you know, a, a wonderful way to unite the the world through sport. And uh, yeah, there's fun things going on. There's moving components and uh, spies and this and that. And uh, all the while, those missiles in Cuba getting ever so close. And you have Russian ships right there ready to invade. And we have our team ready to not. And you're watching like a board game, basically, uh, you know, behind the uh, Pentagon's walls. And it's exciting. It's fun. Uh, it's a pretty quiet movie. It's not loud. Like you don't see actual warships or anything like that, but it's fun. Um, I read on here, Bill Pullman was re- uh, pulled in last minute when William Hurt r- broke his leg in an offset accident a few days after filming started. Bill Pullman's wonderful. I mean, if this was William Hurt that I saw on the cover, I don't know if we would have watched it. So mm-hmm. well, win for them. He, he just recently. weird. He's a mutant guy and x-men like ugh, weird i like bill pullman right. we'll not know go quietly into the night andy i mean i care more about space balls than independence day so i care more about independence day yeah but it's a fun movie it's only an hour 40 um and uh they do say the the phrase queen's gambit in here so mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> you might enjoy it did they put out like a recommendation? Like, hey, if you like chess, there's not that many things about chess, so watch this. No, this was yeah. under thriller. I think everything could be defined as a thriller. Yeah, one way or if another. If your movie doesn't have any thrills, why, why even bother making it? Right? Yeah, you can say that the documentary that I we watched last night is a thriller. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, I am going to do my last two because they're related. Then you can uh, wrap us up here. Uh, they're both... Related to Doctor Strange in a way, because the new movie comes out this Friday. Uh, I'm very excited about it because it's uh, being made by Sam Raimi, who um, hasn't made a movie in 10 years since he did that James Franco Oz movie. Um, but of course, he made the Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy and, and the Evil Dead movies. And those are very different products that I enjoy very much. Um so I'm really looking forward to Doctor Strange 2 here uh, coming out, um, which looks just wild. Um, but in preparation, I rewatched the first Doctor Strange movie, which I only watched once. I uh, didn't think it was that great when I watched it. And yeah, same same opinion. It, it's it's fine. This is one of those like there's a Marvel formula and they're well done. This had the really cool effect of like the the cities all like inverting and shit like that. Um cool visual effect um but it's like a total waste of mads mickelson as the bad guy mm-hmm. he says like four words the entire movie it's like what are you what are you doing like i hope he got a nice paycheck like does he have an inhaler in it no <laughs> his eyes start to become black but um it reminded me like he remember he got he was just in that harry potter movie where he got like 10 million dollars or something to replace johnny depp yeah i was like oh, this guy's good at playing bad wizards i guess just get your paycheck but <laughs> um it's funny how the, the character of Doctor Strange has been in a couple other Marvel movies since, and uh, he's much, much better character in those movies than he is in his own solo film. So uh, I'm curious to see how those changes kind of carry over. Um, he's just a huge dick in this movie, but I think that's kind of his supposed to be his arc, which I guess is just it's just ripping off Iron Man, which was the same arc. Like, oh, Tony Stark was was a dick, but then he has to become a hero. So pretty good. Um, but yeah, then the other movie I watched that I'm saying is related um, 
It's a movie that Sam Raimi made that I'd never seen, but uh, I've always been interested in it. Uh, it's great cast, great premise. Um, but it's like, oh, where where is it? It's never on like streaming or anything. So um, I've seen it on Amazon. And I eventually, I, I bought it. I bought the the 4K disc of it. Uh, watched it this week. Uh, it's a movie called The Quick and the Dead, uh, starring Sharon Stone. And it's like really, she helped made the movie get made. Uh, she was big during this era. It was um, coming off like Basic Instinct. Uh, she was also in Casino, like the same year. Uh, also got Gene Hackman, who was Great like cast. the the guy you want for your westerns. He'd been in like five westerns in the nineties. Uh, Russell Crowe's first American movie, uh, and then also a teenage Leonardo DiCaprio. So post Gilbert Grape, but pre like Romeo and Juliet. Uh, and he's a whole lot of fun. And, and then there's just a million other people on this. Lance Gary Hendrickson, Sinise. Uh, Keith Gary David. Sinise, Keith David. It's just like uh, just a bunch of people you've seen before. And it is basically a a tournament movie. Uh, Sharon Stone comes to this small town uh, that Gene Hackman is kind of the, the the mayor of. And they do a, a quick draw tournament. Um, and so they get like 16 competitors. And it's like, all right. Uh, she is coming here to... Her mission is she wants to kill Gene Hackman. You don't know why, but she wants to kill him. She wants to face him in the finals and kill him. That's the only reason she's here. She's not in it for the money, but like there's people from all around uh, the area. They're just goofy characters, but um, it's pretty fun because uh, it's like it's it's a Western, but also a sports movie. And uh, it's great to see Russell Crowe and Leo. I think I Leo watched like a, started this. I don't think I ever finished yeah. it, but I know I've started it. So, um, yeah, I, I bought it and I was like, all right, you know, I wanted to watch it and now I have it forever. I never, I've never seen it on Amazon or Netflix or something. Uh, well, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I was going to say it's on Netflix right now. <laughs> it literally came like two days after I bought the movie. It's like, oh, okay. But I did cancel Netflix, so I wouldn't be able to watch it anyway. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, but it's funny how that works out sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. You ready for my uh, other one? Yes. I watched on stars from 2021, the lost Leonardo. This uh, documentary follows a famous painting. They think one of the uh, only paintings, the final paintings rather from uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, And this thing hadn't been seen since about 1900. It's been owned by two Kings of the UK and then disappeared. And this thing ended up just somehow going on to like a desk to be sold at a little auction house or whatever it was consignment place in new Orleans. And these two, you know, art guys found one guy found it and partnered with another friend of his didn't think, you know, decided it had some potential to it, bought it for $1,100 Andy. Okay. Got it up to New York had some specialty people that they were friends with look at it and uh, quickly thought there was something more you know expensive about this and fancy about it. You know, no one can confirm. Uh, it almost even seems like to this day what it is. Uh, but the whole fil- documentary just kind of goes on about the, the life of it. A Russian oligarch wants to buy it. He gets bamboozled out of buying it for less uh, from a, uh, a guy from Geneva. And um, then he gets 
The Last Laugh ends up selling this at Christie's just a couple years ago for $400 million. Hmm, yeah, that's... And Christie's had to wet their beak too, so an extra oh, 50. Yeah. So this thing went for $450 million. And uh, now it's gone again because they believe the Saudi prince bought it. Oh, so no guy. one's seen it since like 2019. I was going to think it was um, John David Washington um, in that airport museum thing. Yeah. In Tenet. They have to yeah. store all the art. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of guy this uh, Geneva guy was. He owns uh, those in Geneva where people store this kind of stuff. Yeah. There's no and that's what I said while I watched the movie. I was like, oh, this is Tenet. Um <laughs> It's a very interesting documentary about, you know, Da Vinci is considered the greatest artist of all time. This painting is from the year, you know, 1500. This is considered to be done about the same time he's painting the Mona Lisa. They call it the male Mona Lisa. Uh, Salvatore Mundi is the name of the painting, Andy. Um, it was very interesting. I actually saw this pop up a while ago on iTunes as the dollar rental. I was like, oh, this will probably be on Amazon or something soon. I'll, I'll watch it there. And uh, yeah, it came over on Stars, surprisingly, which I've been quite pleased with Stars for this you know, $2 a month uh, deal. Uh, I haven't watched Venom 2 yet on here, but it is on there. Uh, they're going to get Ghostbusters in a couple of weeks. They're going to get Spider-Man in a couple of, or in a month and a half or something. And there's been little things. I watched The Sixth Day on here with Schwarzenegger a while ago. Uh, when are you gonna get that party down new series i have no idea i don't know if i'd even watch it um but you're not not an adam scott guy come on i mean who's not but who has the time andy i gotta get to the offer after all uh so yeah this is a an interesting documentary and kind of not something you come across every day um it's fun it's entertaining hour 35 yeah that's nice yeah yeah, I mean, that's the problem with documentaries these days. They're like, let's do nine episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a second parter if this thing ever resurfaces. Literally hasn't been seen since it sold at that auction. It was supposed to be on display at the Louvre. Louvre, however they mm-hmm. want to say it. Yeah. And uh, it never made it. They even advertised for it. They had a, a book made that was ready. Uh, speculation goes to, sh- uh, to say that maybe they said, hey, this isn't an authentic painting. Or they never got it. And uh, the story is, as they tell it, this guy wanted it to be opposite the Mona Lisa, implying that they're going to, you know, authenticate this painting and they couldn't do it. So I don't know. It's very interesting. I mean, I don't know a lot about painting. I like it. I like the idea of painting. So you learn a lot on this movie documentary. Okay. All right. Did you have anything else? No. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for us. You've been listening to episode 269 of the Tony Sig podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. Yes, goodbye. We'll see you later.